Today on the Up and Crunch Crew, let's talk about the immortal dance, reincarnation, and the eternal cycle of souls. Let's explore the possibility of reincarnation and dive into compelling stories of historical accounts that suggest the timeless journey of our soul. So I will be starting this off a little different, but we will come in together as the Evan Crunch crew to discuss reincarnation and souls. So what is reincarnation? Reincarnation is a belief that after death, a person's soul or spirit is reborn into a new body. This concept has been present in various cultures and religions throughout history. Its origins date back to ancient India and Greece. The idea of reincarnation is based on the concept of an eternal soul or a spirit that continues to exist after the death of a physical body. This soul then enters a new body, either immediately after death or after a period of time. The process of rebirth is believed to continue until the soul reaches a state of spiritual enlightenment or liberation. There are many different beliefs in the interpretations of reincarnation, but the general concept remains the same. The soul is reborn into a new body in order to continue its spiritual journey and learn important lessons. Evidence of reincarnation? While the belief of reincarnation is often considered a matter of faith, there have been many cases of individuals claiming to remember past lives and providing evidence to support their claims. One famous case is that of Shanti Devi, an Indian girl who claimed to remember her past life as a woman named Ludi Devi. Shanti was able to provide detail and accurate information about Ludi's life, including the names of family members, the village she lived in, the events that occurred during her lifetime. Her claims were thoroughly investigated and verified by researchers, leading to widespread recognition and acceptance of her story. There's another example in the case of James Lingier, a young boy from Louisiana who claimed to remember being in World War II pilot who was shot down over Iwo Jima. James was able to provide detailed information about the plane he flew, the names of his former comrades, and even his previous nickname. His story has been extensively researched and verified, leading many to believe in validity of his past life memories. So, let's get started and jump into and see who of us believes in reincarnation and where souls come from, if we can find out. Next, on the Evan Crunch Crew. Yeah. Warning. The views and opinions discussed on the Evan Crunch Crew may offend some people. Please accept this warning as our apology. Now, let's get this effing show on the road, bitches. You can't stop me. Oh, yeah. It's your boy, Big Spook. Pinky. I'm Blanco. And we are the Effin Crunch Crew. So, we are going to talk about reincarnation and souls. I, I, uh, I'm a big believer. I think it can happen. And uh, I did some research and stuff on it. I don't know everything, but I do want to jump into it. So... I know before we hit record, uh, Pinky was saying that she did some research and a lot of people and beliefs are in India, which is yes, uh, that is true because Indians are, have a big 
big belief in it. The hin- Hinduism is actually what came about with reincarnation. That's what where it all comes from. So what you're saying is they talk about it more. They talk about it more and they study it. But yeah. it's also been said that Druids had a had a, <clears throat> a teaching of reincarnation back in in the Celtic days, which is freaking awesome. I was like, okay, well, I thought it was just strictly like India. The the most belief is is India, uh, Asian countries, but there is some here in the United States. A lot of Christianity does not believe in it, but a lot of Judaism do. Um, I, I personally. I think I don't see why not, especially if you have a uh, Buddhist who believe in it and they like, they live healthy lives. They, yeah. You know, did you know, like in, in, in a Buddhist temple, they don't kill anything. Yeah. Like, a, like if a roach crosses, they let it go. Yeah. Ooh. Or, or if anything is in there, it's just, I feel bad killing bugs sometimes. Mm. I mean, even if it's a nasty bug, I feel bad afterwards. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I took your little bug life. But bug life. I can't stand to hear my wife scream. Oh, which one? I will it? say I leave it? spiders alive in my house because they leave us alone. Yeah, <clears throat> but they eat little bugs. I don't. I don't know if you if growing up, um, my grandmother would leave spider webs in the corner. Yeah, and I do that. She would if somebody one of us cut ourselves or something, she'd grab the web and put it on there to stop the bleeding. Oh. Was that before Vicks vapor rub? <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it their um, their silk, I guess you want to call it their butt string. Yeah, it, it, interesting. It, yeah, uh, it, it clogs. It clogs your uh, it clots your cuts. That's interesting. I've heard stories about military using um, spider. What's it? Uh, spider string. Spider <laughs> what, what the fuck is web. it called? Spider webbing. Yeah. To make like super tough armor. I mean, that's a lot of spiders. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they could break it down. What that was your no, job they have like? those big old, um, what's it called? Those big old um, camel spiders. Okay, yeah. So maybe mm. that's, so they're thicker. and I was I terrified know. those were going to be where I was. I didn't see one. We were yeah. at ADD and off of. Yeah. yeah. Reincarnation. <laughs> so let's just hope we don't die and come back as a. As a camel spider? Especially a camel spider. <laughs> big ass camel spider. Ugh. So I, I touched on a couple of stories before we started in the beginning and there's one about James. I said uh, I said his name wrong. It's James Leninger, mm-hmm. L-I-N-I-N-G-E-R. What did you say? I forgot, but we'll just keep going. <laughs> so this happened in 2000. Oh, uh, as a two-year-old boy, he yes. would tell his he would tell his mom and dad, and draw pictures of airplanes at, from at World two. War II. Yeah, going into the ocean. And uh, this was after his dad took him um, to the museum because that's I think that's what initiated the whole thing. Mm. Right. I, well, I, I saw their documentary on them. It was the mom and dad talking about it. And from what I gathered from them was the dad did not believe in it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's on. I, Do- I love docs or I heart docs. But his dad did not believe in reincarnation. He didn't want it in his house. Very Christian, which there will be no reincarnating in this house. Basically, I mean, what okay. the hell? Yeah, and I, I, I don't get that. I mean, if if this is something that you know, they he knew nothing about religion. Number one, the he kid. was two years old. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, they didn't practice religion in their house. Um, they never talked about World War Two. Nobody in their family ever flew an airplane. 
But didn't yeah. you just say this is after he went to him? So for, I think it was his birthday where they, um, the, the dad ended up taking him to this flight museum. And that's when everything just came back and he just started spitting out stories. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and what I, what I actually read about this also, cause I, I read, read a little bit about it is, um, if a kid has thoughts of reincarnation or can tell you so many things about their past, usually as they grow, it, it goes away. Yeah, it's it's usually between the ages of two to five. They're usually they usually say they said from what I read was eight to nine. It starts fading away. Oh, that old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it starts fading, and then some people. Well, I'll tell you about this lady here in a minute from Egypt. But um, so this little boy, um, they wrote a mo- a book about him, and the book is called Soul Survivor, and it's a it was a number one best selling book. Soul Survivor. His mom and and dad wrote it. Because he was two years old when they started, you know, find out about it and they, they wanted to know more about it. So when they took him and had tests done and they had people actually look into the person he said he was, he was, he said he was an LTJG. I don't know what that is. Lieutenant General. Lieutenant, Lieutenant something general. Okay. LT, wait, JG? JG. In World War II, he was a, he was a pilot for the America, for the United States. Army Air Corps, I'm assuming. Or- it's got to be. Uh, but the but the man he claimed to be was named James M. Houston Jr. Okay. And they did some checking up, and they found the family of this man in uh, he, like this little boys from Louisiana. They found this. They found this family. The family sent pictures of this little of their son of their the guy uh, that the died, person, the yeah. guy who died. And there was a picture. Where of, did where did that family live? I, I don't recall. I, I don't remember that part. Um, it was very brief of what what was said about the family, but they did send pictures of when he was a little boy, and it he's got really, it kind of matches his face. It matches him as a little boy in two thousand to the pictures back in yeah thirties or whenever he was born twenties, and I thought that was pretty interesting. And they also connected him with um someone that he was with on that what do they call it oh yeah one of his ancestry.com uh, mm-hmm. or something no no no, no 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 one of his comrades yeah yeah from world war Two. huh so this yeah. little boy got to go around to different um different places where vets from world war Two were at and he'd yeah. go in and get to meet and talk to them and like the vfw but he knew things that they that only they would know like you know, yeah, what he had it was. very specific stories. Very specific. Like I think this is the kid that would wake up in the morning and he would say something like, "Fire in the yes. something." Yeah, like, he, would, like he, he would, would toss and turn, and he'd say, "Fire in the sky." And he'd be drown. playing, and he'd be playing with his toys, and you know, like yeah, doing the same thing, reenacting yeah, it. reenacting. There you go. Yeah, yeah. how interesting. So mm-hmm. I thought it was, and I thought the title of the book was crazy because it's Soul Survivor, as in S O U L. Yeah, survivor. You know, it's yeah. so the soul survived, but it went into somebody else. <laughs> I didn't realize oh, I there was a book. I didn't glasses. see that. Did you drop your glasses? Yes. Yeah, there's a book. Um, I'm gonna I, have to read it. I thought it was pretty interesting. I, I would like to look more into it. The documentary was pretty cool. I, I watched the short version. Uh, there's a there's a 45 minute documentary you can find. I saw TikToks on this one. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's there's cool. TikToks on. Well, there's TikToks on all the stories that you sent me. Talk more about this mm-hmm. one. This, this one fascinates me. Any like war World War Two stuff? It's just fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just know. just based off off of everything that he was saying, you know, all the stories and things that he was remembering, they were connecting it piece by piece. So that's how they were able to connect him with someone that was in his comrade or whatever you call it, like yeah. when you're in the army, your group. Yeah. So 
They, oh, he remembered his nickname. Yeah, that he was and called. That's how they were able to. What was it? Do you remember? What I, it was? That I didn't <laughs> see. It just said that his nickname. He remembered his nickname. Um, different names of other people that he was around, but it was very, very quick. Like, like I said, I saw a very short documentary. It's like 15 minutes. I'll send you the TikTok. So, and it yeah. covers, it just like I don't, touches. I don't have the, a TikTok. Oh. oh, no, but you can still see the video. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It won't let yeah. us at work. It, it doesn't? won't let you? Uh-uh. Oh. I can. <laughs> if, you're, if you're on your LTE or whatever, you just can Just create it. it. You see a lot of really interesting stuff. No, no. The, oh, because you're on the. It's banned at, at state universities. Oh. No, I'll, 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 okay, it is. <laughs> it is it, in the state of Texas. Yeah, like you can't use. Mm. You but can't even use, on your personal you can't phone? use TikTok on government, on government anything. Oh, but we'll, you don't have to. We'll use talk it. after. Yeah, <laughs> it's some weird um, thing. Well, well, I found okay. So there's more uh, stories. So this is a lady named Dorothy Edie. How do you say that? Is it Edie? Edie, Edie right? E a d y. Yeah. Okay, so she was a little girl. She grew up mostly in Egypt with her parents and um Dorothy like she uh she had a fall when she was young at the age of 3 and when she awoke and was getting better she came back with the knowledge of her being a a, a Egyptian princess Well I mean that's convenient Well the things that she would talk about was when crazy she uh described the actual castle that she lived in and oh wow yeah. yeah she would get very specific too like things that you not the normal person wouldn't what, know what what yeah. era was it what time frame? oh um it, so she did she, she dated i don't think called it dating back then yeah. she got impregnated by seti the first they still get impregnated the same way they do today yeah they do no mm-hmm. it's, it's ancient but they still do it yeah yeah the same way you know with your hands backwards. Ancient aliens. Oh, Get hilarious. it? Ancient aliens. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyways. Oh, my God. So, anyways. Womp, womp. She, womp, womp. Um, she came back, and, and there was a um, – her her parents were part of this archaeological thing, and they, they opened – I want to say it's a tomb, and she was with her dad. There was a place in there where it was just dark, and she would describe what was on the wall. Hmm. The paintings and stuff that were on the wall, um, and she could fill along and tell you the how the painting went or what was on it. And sure enough, when they lit it up, it's exactly how she described it. Interesting. So she said that she was uh, that she was an Egyptian. She said she killed herself because she did not. She got beat by the pharaohs. Um, uh, what do they call them? The the ones who look after the pharaoh. They're they're priests. They're high priests. Yeah. Beat her because she got pregnant and they didn't want her to basically have the baby or anything. So she killed herself. So she would not disgrace Sadie the first. Huh? Interesting. Um, but now she, she was this little girl in 1904 is when she was born and grew up to be this lady who knew all kinds of things about Egypt, like the, her part where she lived at. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, I thought it was cool. Um, and she became, what does it say? She became a well known, Oh, Egyptologist. Yeah. Because she knew she oh. knew so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, she knew so much. That's about really it. fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was her name again? Her name is uh, Seed. No, it's uh, Edie. Edie? Uh, Dorothy Edie. Yep. Dorothy. That doesn't sound very Pharaohish. Well, you know, you click your heels three this times. This is um, <laughs> Tettenhamen and was <laughs> clap, she wasn't clapped from... at Pepin, and this is our sister Dorothy. <laughs> 
she she wasn't from the Air Force. Real, real you quick. Hilarious. ADD, real quick. Yeah. When I was in the Air Force, you're always the ADD. Real quick. It's not a real quick. It's it is like real quick. Okay, real when I was in the Air Force, I worked 24 hour shifts at the fire department, and on my days off, I got a part time job like cutting meats and doing hibachi at a Chinese food restaurant. Well, it was a whole family that ran it. He's never told me anything about him being at a Chinese restaurant. Okay. You know, I've. I've it's the only place I really worked in food except for Sloshkies for three weeks, and I forgot about this. Eating cookie dough in the back. Fucking yeah. Sloshkies. <laughs> Anyways, so it was this whole family, and I was it was me and a couple of Mexican dishwashers. Right? Oh, Mexican, bro. They were, just, Mexi- they were from Mexico. He just reincarnated. Yeah. Okay. A- anyways. This is a story. Yeah. This is Real quick, and we'll get back on track. This is has to do with Dorothy. <laughs> so the family that ran this restaurant was Mr. Wong, Arong, Fong, Dong, and their sister Vivian. And Dorothy. What the hell? Wait. And Vivian was the owner. Go back. Is that one person's name or is that no, different? That's the, all the family members. It was Mr. Wong, Fong, Arong, Dong, and their sister Vivian. Wow. Yeah. That took it to a whole new, that's, that's a whole new uh, topic. Just like Hematep and Dorothy. It's the same. Hematep. <laughs> Wasn't Hematep from fucking uh, a the Hematep. mummy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was an Egyptian name, Ahimatep. Ahimatep. They later they gave her a name there. Om Seti. O M M S E. Seti is the. Om Seti. Is that the dog faced one? I have no, no. Seti is a real person. Seti was a pharaoh. Yes, Seti was a pharaoh. What dynasty was it? Does it say? Do I look like I know the dynasties? I mean, you're the one talking about pharaohs. I'm talking about Edie, Dorothy Edie. Oh, yep. All right, back on track. Oh my God! We can't give him a mic. Hey, anymore. Angela, can we have a mic all over here? <laughs> Wait for me or him? Him. Thank you. <laughs> for me? Yeah. Really? Grumpy old man. He's just mad because they're talking about pharaohs, yeah. and he's remembering his teenage years. <laughs> what a oh dick! What an asshole! I used to sell cocaine in the small pyramid village. <laughs> You're dumb. That one was interesting. It that was, was very interesting. It was cool. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, is that uh, which one Cameron is- McCauley? Is that the kid from Wales? Cameron McCauley? Is that the kid from Wales? This that- kid is from Glasgow, Scotland. Okay, but his reincarnate was in Wales. Was it this kid? No, you're thinking about Pinocchio and a whale. No, man. I've talked about <laughs> this on the podcast before. When was this? Like, were you reincarnated like years ago in your podcast? Were we no, we were here? talking about, we talked about the Indian girl. He's doing, he's doing his thumb. We okay. talked about the Indian girl um, who remembered being a boy and they made the incense in the certain village. They're mm-hmm. the only family that did it. That you girl. told me about that. Yeah. You okay. Said about in that. that same podcast, we also talked about the kid from the UK that remembered his house with the dog in Wales and they ended up going to him. Are you to, looking at it? I'm looking. There's like some. You I can't tell, tell if that's a serial commercial or one of the reincarnate. You kids. can totally read it. Oh, Cameron McCauley. That's that's what I'm asking about. Read it. It's right there. Oh my god. Good god. Why do I gotta be the only one reading? Which this one bitch? was the one that he reincarnated? Um, and they were they were able to go and find the remains. There's a couple of like that that I've been reading. They, they give oh, find the remains of what. Like the, the the skeleton, the bones. And of the man of or the person? Yeah, of the person. I don't know. And that he led them, he or she, I don't remember, mm. led them straight there. 
Who yeah. was it? Shiva? Was it the Shiva? Well, I have that here, but no, Shiva. Um, let me see if I can find. There was one no. that I was reading, which was interesting as hell because it was about a. Um, it was about a little boy who told his parents that he kept using the name Pam. Yeah. 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 I remember that. And one. so this little boy, uh, I think his name was Lucas or Luke. Anyways. So he's a little boy. He's, he's Pam, this Pam, that like he had a, a pet fucking, um, uh, um, what do they call the little things? Uh, Hamsters. No, 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 no. Uh, ladybug. Oh. And he named her Pam. He oh, started yeah. naming his yeah, toys right. Pam, Pam, Pam. And they're like, who is Pam? Where's Pam from? And he tells his parents, I used to be called Pam. I used mm-hmm. to be, I used to have black hair. And I had to jump out of a window because it was a fire. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And it was, in, I lived in Chicago. The, mm-hmm. They said that little kid never knew nothing about Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just everything did not fit. And so the mother did some checking up and found out that. There was a big fire in Chicago where most of uh, African-Americans were living at the time and had to jump out of a window. Most of them died. That's right. Damn. And mm-hmm. she, re- this little boy remembered all that. He said he went, he said he remembers dying, going and meeting God. He said Pam met God mm-hmm. and then came back to earth as Luke. And I thought that was fucking creepy. Yeah. I thought that was creepy. There, there's also one about an Asian boy who turned to his sister and asked her one day, hey, who were your parents in the past? And she looked at him real weird and said, well, what were you called in the past? And she goes, do you remember what you were called in the past? And he said, yes, of course I do. And had to tell his parents about this. Um, And I think it's Japan. And he said before he was here, he lived on the other side of this mountain. On the other, directly on the other side where they were from, but on the other side of this mountain in in uh, Japan, and that this little boy died at the age of five, and he died from um, tuberculosis. I think it was tuberculosis. Tuberculosis, whatever you read, yep. blah, blah, blah. yeah, one well, <laughs> He died from some fucking. I love no, that. it may may have been fucking. You know what? I'm fuck that up. It may have been like chicken pox. Some I don't know. It was something. <laughs> fuck, I don't know what he died from. <laughs> <laughs> But but I'm, I'm I'm trying to tell you a story, Marco. <clears throat> this some bitch here. Let me. <laughs> I call this kid a some bitch. Uh, here this we go. Little here we go. dying son of a bitch. <laughs> this motherfucker here passed by. Oh, smallpox in 1810. Tuberculosis, chicken pox, smallpox. I mean, they're all something. <laughs> <laughs> I got big pox. What's the difference between smallpox and chickenpox? <laughs> and big pox. I don't Besides know. the size. I know big pox was not right. Did y'all ever have chicken pox? I did. Yeah, I did. I did. So that means you may get shingles. Me and my sister, <laughs> and my best friend Clint, all had it when we were like, me and Clint were 11, I think, maybe 12. I don't remember when I had and it. And fucking Double Dragon was out. Ninja Gaiden was out. Super Nintendo, man. Oh, I was ADD like, what the hell? Enemy. I know. So I was like, what the hell is that? Clint came and stayed at my house for the whole week. because he, he reincarnate? Had, he had three siblings. Did he reincarnate them? But me and him got chicken pox, so he just came and stayed at my house, and all we did was play video games, and it was the greatest week that of middle school life. in my life. Yeah. That was like, yeah. Yeah. Did he reincarnate? No, he's still, he's still with us. <laughs> he's still with Thank us. God. Okay. <laughs> greatest guy on earth. So this little boy, back to, his name is fucking weird. It's Katsugoro. Okay. Okay. 
So he, he's um, in detail recollection. He gave his former family, the village and the manner of his death. That's what it was. So, uh, yeah, it was <laughs> fucking smallpox. But the boy also told him that uh, they asked him, well, where were you? Because he said he didn't come back until five years after the boy died. The other little boy. And and he could he could tell them what was going on between those five years. See, it always seems like in these reincarnation stories, there's always like a a couple decade, three decade gap. Well, five five to thirty year gap. There, there there's some, it just seems common in all the ones that I read about. So it makes you wonder, <clears throat> what the fuck do you be doing it all that extra other time? I'll tell you what he said, but also the, what you just tapped on was some some people believe that. You can, as soon as you die, you automatically go into a next body. Some people think when you die, you have to wait a certain amount of time. This little boy says when he was asked by an investigator, because they get the village of the people where this little boy died from and questioned him about everything. And he could name everything that was going on until he was five years old because he died at five. He said, they said, well, where did you do? Where were you? Are you coming from? He said, where he comes from, there was no day. There was no night. He said, it always seemed to be like twilight. And he he didn't feel cold or hunger. What is this a blues song? I mean, it could be. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I'm just what, day you or night, cold and dark, or hot right. and warm. No, that's country. What you're yeah. singing, Jesus Christ, don't do that no more. Yeah, I'm not a singer. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I can't believe you didn't do your homework, Blanco. I I did. I turned it in. Like most of this was your your idea. Man. I know because I'm fascinated by it because we don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, but do you believe? That's the whole question. I tell you what, I I I did do my homework, but it wasn't on these stories. I saw a story. I watched it on YouTube. It better not be Fantasy Island. No, some okay. It was a, a, a retired firefighter actually in in California who I was I was like trying to compare near-death experiences stories yeah to see how many of them are alike but they're all so vastly different it's just like but i heard this one guy talking about uh afterlife experience Ooh, bashin chan after life experience who who yeah. on this okay. is on what so <clears throat> he i i can't remember what happened to him but he got he got real sick and he coded and he died um and what he remembered was, he said it was absolute love and peace. He said, my body, everything, he said it was, it's like the every cell of the body was orgasmic, but not like sexually, just, he felt great. He was flying, universe, he could like see, it was just like, I, no, he said it was just orbs, 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 orbs. And then he like materializes into this beautiful field. Were these two like uh, kind of shrewd druidy figures? Like what I kind of pictured it being like the little sand people from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. But uh -huh. he said I instantly recognized them as my brothers, and then the the I guess the the bigger one of them kind of materialized. He said it kind of looked like he was underwater, but you could recognize him. Yeah. And he said everything was just love and generosity. And they were asking me what I saw while I was there. I, I thought it was a very interesting story. I, I studied his facial features, his lying technique stuff where you look off all the time. Yeah, towards the right. He seemed very sincere. 
Um, he's an older guy, not that old, early sixties and, uh, probably newly retired from firefighter. So it, it just, it really kind of resonated with me. I'm like, what if we are all part of this other life form and we're just tossed into, we're energy tossed into meat bags to experience okay. different life and then come back and tell them what it was like. And it's kind is it a form of entertainment for them? Is that what our life is? Because what if our life is just so many more lives in a lifetime that you go experience to, it's like, I don't know the analogy. I kind of put it was like playing a video game. Like what did you experience from it? You know? Was it cool? Is, is this a life I want to go experience too? Or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, like human, whatever we are, homo sapiens. Oh, your mic died. Is it did? Oh. Man, I hear you though. I see it lit up. But you don't hear me though. But anyways, it was really, it was a really cool, you know, like 15 minute video of this guy talking about it. And he seemed very sincere. And it was just another perspective that I've never thought of. It was just interesting. I'm not saying I believe it. Yeah. But well, I've never heard anybody explain it that way. Uh, well, you know what you just okay. So oh, I know why. I know why we actually got on this topic. Number one, we were whenever Pinky was sick. Whenever you were sick, and uh, we were trying, we did our show. and We were like, okay, well, let's talk about this because it was one of our uh, FN crunch, you know, whatever days. Spook yeah. said, "Hey, Pinky's sick. Let's talk about." Death. Let's talk about <laughs> mumble jumble. Dang, no. was he like wishing my death? <laughs> Never. No. Oh, Jesus, no. why would you even say that? I don't know. It's, it's, it's the bastard. It's the heroine. So we talked. So episode fifteen, I think it is, which was uh, yesterday's show. Oh, excellent. Yes. Um, was it yesterday or sixteen? Because tomorrow it's coming out. I think it was tomorrow seventeen. That's going to be the uh, band that we just had here. Uh, oh, Throwing Out Bones, Throwing Out yeah. Bones is going to be tomorrow. Safe part one, Travels. Part, part one, mm-hmm. uh, which I have to finish editing our video tonight so I can throw it out tomorrow at some point. Oh, you're going to be up all night. But our audio will be out, no doubt. Somebody's going to be a grumpy bunny tomorrow. Dude, I've been up Already. all week mm-hmm. since the last time we've seen each other. I've been awake, like maybe I'll, three, four that hours That is asleep. extremely unhealthy. It's been like four days. I've been doing this for fucking years. I'll door dash the mic all. Yep, so there you go. And uh, wow, wow! Can you uh, fix a glass of uh, lukewarm salt water so he can rinse out his vagina? Can I get to the park real quick. <laughs> yes, you, you mean <laughs> bastards. Yeah. <laughs> so we started talking about this because we were saying, okay, so what do we think about life or death? And I had a story that I hadn't told anybody, like maybe three people, and I told him about it, and then I told everybody because now it's on our podcast, and I don't think you heard it. So the story was when I was younger, I um, I had this dream, really, really vivid dream. And not being very uh, religious after being a uh, Catholic, after being a, um, you know, being an altar boy and everything, I questioned all kinds of religion. I started just questioning religion. And I got to the point to where I would just go with the flow and just be me. It's like I, I believe that there's a higher power. I believe that there is a holy spirit or a soul. But I, to me, it's, it's broke down in a different way. It's kind of like what he just said. It's this big ball of energy that, that, that is our battery. It's basically mm-hmm. our battery of life. Like we, yeah. our soul yeah. is moving us and pumping us. That gives us energy. That gives us electricity, whatever we have mm-hmm. inside of us. 
And when we pass away, I think that ball of energy joins the ring of energy that's going around this world to make it go around and around. And then uh, the reincarnation part, maybe a part of that goes into somebody else, or maybe it's the way you're brought up and thought and raised to like, I don't believe in it. So I'm like, I hopefully I don't do it. I don't know. We don't know the answers to that, but back to my, my story when I was young, I uh, had a dream. I say young. I had to be like 25. I forgot how old I was. So <laughs> Back in the old time age. radio days. Dinosaur wow. age, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, I, I remember falling asleep, and everything went black. And then all of a sudden, it felt like somebody put their hands over my eyes, and I opened up, and I'm being led in this dungeon by these two monks. And it's a great dungeon, and they're taking me down these stairs, and you can... It's really dirty and slimy. You can see water dripping. And then they chain me to a wall and they walk away. I never see their faces. I always see them in their monk suits or their monk robes and they walk off. And I'm hanging on a wall and I see this, this bricks just start opening up and the chains fall off of me. And I walk out and I'm looking out in the field. And it's not a field. It's actually a big. So picture a big rectangle swimming pool with a sidewalk in the middle. So you can, there's a swimming pool here, swimming pool here. You got a sidewalk in the middle that splits mm-hmm. them. And in the middle of that swimming pool, there is a, uh, a statue facing that way. So it's just got his back to you. And I'm walking along and I hear this voice tell me, go to the statue. So I'm walking and I, I remember looking at the statue and I see this white sidewalk around it and the white oh, sidewalk in the middle with the statue there. As I walk closer to the statue, I'm looking down at the ground. I'm looking up and I hear the statue turn to me. It turns to me and it's a statue of what we see Jesus is. And he has this, this chalice, this, um, is it a chalice? What would you call it? Yeah. Uh, So it's big old wooden chalice It's big. And he says, don't fall in the water. And I look down and one of my foot's on top of the water and one's on top of the sidewalk. And I'm looking down, but I'm balanced. And then it says drink. So I grab it and I drink and it goes pitch black and I wake up on my couch. Literally wake up and I'm like, what was that about? Like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. And so for years, I don't say years. I probably say like a couple, maybe maybe about yeah, maybe about 10 months. It's crazy how you can still remember that. I think you got Cosby'd. I, I, I remember that. <laughs> I was so vivid and so real to me that I was like freaked out. But. I remember it as back in that time, I, I falling in the water. It says, don't fall in the water. You got one foot on solid ground, one on water. I, I interpret it as I'm halfway doing bad. I'm halfway doing good. If I step further into the bad, that's the water I can fall in and drown. Is that where you were at the time? I, I want to say so. Mm-hmm. I want to say so. Uh, that could have been back in the day when I was doing shit like slinging and doing you know crazy shit. Hooking. Mm-hmm. I was hooking. <laughs> <laughs> before <Yeah. laughs> before fans, only uh, fans, Jonely yeah. fans, Jonely fans. But that that story was so vivid, and, and one day I'll have a I have to make a painting, or maybe I'll make a little video of it. But it, it was so vivid, and because I wasn't that, I had already lost my faith in what I was growing up as as a Catholic, and I I was like, mm, I just don't. At the, at my grandfather had passed away. I was questioned that. I mean, I had people leaving me left and right. I had like no answers. And then was it a find your way sink or swim? But yeah, but it didn't take me back to religion. It just took me to reality. 
you know, mm-hmm. like to me, religion is still just a, a government plot. Like they're just throwing it out there and, and okay. I believe that there's, there's good in it, but there's a lot of bad. Now they probably started out as being good. I me mean, personally, I, I, I tend to look towards Buddhism more because the, you can go see where, where Buddhist was buried Just saying, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Buddha. I'm not Buddhist though. This is not an ad for Buddhism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. but I mean, but no, good. I mean, I, I'm just saying I, I, I can see this more of a, the teachings are so similar to what the teachings are in Christianity that Buddhism, you know, it's just laid out differently. <laughs> but anyways, long story short, when I saw that and then he was just talking, he made me think about the ring that he was talking about that his friend was saying, well, not your friend, but you, what you saw about something being thrown in this energy going yeah. in a circle yeah. that made me think about what I feel a soul is like a soul is your, is your power. It's your, it's your battery. It's your life battery. Like when you pump your heart and you're dying, somebody goes, it's like shocking your soul back. Like, oh, crap. Okay, I'm not ready to go yet. Pretty, I mean, it's it's mainly uh, getting your heart pumping again so it can pump blood throughout your body. It's very mechanical. But mm-hmm. I see the analogy, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm your buddy. Well, you sound like Dr. <laughs> Phil over there, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you ever see when he had the bum fights guy on there? Yeah, you 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 told me. You, I think you told us on the podcast before too. Fuck. Well, yeah. it's that funny. Yeah, seeing that thirty year old kid come out with Doctor Phil's same exact haircut and suit and mustache oh, was the funniest fucking thing I think I've ever seen. Besides April falling on camera out front. Oh hell oh, no! Am I allowed to post that or no? I can't do it, can I? I don't care. No, I'm not gonna. You have to. I can't do that I to really her. Don't care. I will say. Look, I make hey, fun of myself. It was so a very I'm elegant. Not. And cute fall. You looked good doing it, and you saved your drink. No, you, you got to say that in Trump's voice. <laughs> Nobody falls better than you. <laughs> there are many people You're an that fall. <laughs> um, um, wow. Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are jerks. I mean, that was the most. That was not an elegant fall. My that most. freaking hurt like hell. And my. I know. My I memorable. remember you were too scared to look. Sores are like, yeah. they're not sores, but what are they? Um, My memorable road rashes. Fall, they're done. They're gone. The most funniest part of this whole fall. I felt bad afterwards, but then, no, I felt bad. Was when it I the stomp up the stairs? It was the walking like George Jefferson <laughs> yeah. towards the stairs. She's like, oh, oh, wheezy, oh wheezy. I laugh at that part hey, all the time. Yeah. I always tell because I was showing my I'm sister gonna, the other day and I was like, oh my God, look at my face. I'm going to get that clip and I'm going to put, well, we're moving on up. Moving put it right behind. Up to the east side. I'm gonna Fun do fact. It. So funny. George Jefferson was like in his late 30s, early 40s and uh-huh. wheezy was in her 50s. Really? Yeah. Late 50s. Was she, she was like 20 years senior to him. Was she reincarnated though? I just thought it was funny that <laughs> they were married in that. Look here. Let's take a quick break uh, for a sponsor and uh, we'll be right, right back. There. Lucky Horseshoe Tattoos. Located in Lake Worth, Texas and Fort Worth, Texas. Lucky Horseshoe Tattoo is ready to turn your ideas into reality. We have artists who specialize in portraits, color, black and gray, new school, traditional, fine line, and of course, any custom designs you can think of. With a full-time piercer on staff and welcoming vibe, we are here to help and make your experience amazing. Come on in and check us out. Fort Worth, 1426 North Main Street, Fort Worth, Texas, 76164. 
817-378-8933 or Lake Worth, 3938 Northwest Jim Wright Freeway, Lake Worth, Texas, 76135, 817-349-8885. You can look us up for more information online at LuckyHorseshoeTattoos.com where we got you covered or our tattoos will. We are back. Big shout out to uh, Lucky Horseshoe Tattoo. Now, so we're talking about uh, reincarnation and souls and all that. And I know Pinky uh, showed this uh, story. And we actually have it together. She had it on her phone and we have it on the on here. But can you can you read where it's at right now? Do you need me to turn it? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good right now. Um, yeah, this one was a really interesting one. Um, so this kiddo was born in northern India in 1912. Bishan Shan. Bishan Bishan Shan. Bishan Shan. And it was called Visha Natha by his mother. This is because a woman visited the Visha. Vishawana? Vishawana? Oh, temple. Temple okay. before the boy was conceived. At 10 months old, Sean heard his family discussing Pilibit. Is that what it is? P- that's a weird. I, I can't pronounce yeah. it. Pilibit. Which is bigger Pilibit. town. Which is a bigger town, 31 miles um, to the northeast from where they lived. The child gradually started speaking about Pilibit. Pilibit and many other details about his previous life. The boy even gave his previous name, Laxmi Narain. At the age of four, Sean was taken to the town. Was taken past. to a town past Pilibit, where, while returning, the child heard Pilibit's name pronounced, and he demanded to get off the train. Um, his his request was refused. I guess hmm. when the child eventually visited the town, he recognized various locations and made additional statements about his previous life. The child also learned that he could play a type of drum he had never seen before at, as he aged. Shan began to lose memories of his previous life after several interviews with Shan's family. Reincarnation researcher Ian Stevenson eventually interviewed the four-year-old cha- old 40. Shan. 40. Oh, yeah, 40. Oh, yeah, 40. Um, in 1969, Sean expressed the perspective that his previous life was better because he had more money and more freedom. Yeah, talking to the mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I was if, trying to get closer if, to the screen. But if, if I was able to remember my past life, yeah, I would not want to remember that. I, wow, I was wealthier in that other life. This one <laughs> sucks. I mean, how would the parents That's feel? That's true. You know? yeah. Like shit, you brought me into this life. No, so but you he know had what? more this money. Is, this is yeah. So he was wealthier in his previous life. Okay. So this is this was an interesting story, but this is not the story that I was talking about. Oh, it's unfortunately. not. Unfortunately, no. Oh, these the same pictures. They be lying like a mug. I know. Mm-mm. I want to find it because it really was an interesting story, where this kid led them to oh. the site where he was murdered in his previous life. This yeah, kid, I want to hear about that. This kid had, um, when he was born, he had a, he was born with a... Birthmark? Um, birthmark on his forehead. Mm-hmm. That's and, very common and, in these. And that's... Um, I got to tell you something. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and that's where, um, in his previous life, he was killed with an axe. God damn. So... It became it, a birthmark? It became a birthmark. Yeah. yeah. I've 
I've heard stories that, you know, Ooh. would be people like birthmarks on their sides. Yeah. I have one yeah, on my yeah. side. So they ended so up. So it's like. Go ahead. No, sorry. Is that where somebody was speared at, in one of their lives or. Possibly. But yeah, there's, so there's a whole up, thing about birthmarks. He ended up finding his body or So what? he ended up leading him to the body and the person who killed him. So oh, they ended up finding him. Was he yeah. still alive? The person who killed him? I think so. Okay. But I mean, that's I why that, I wanted you know? to go over the story because that one was like really interesting. That is like, very interesting. Yeah. I to his look, de- yeah. Well, we'll see now. There's they're very now that I'm seeing the uh, the different stories, but they have the same similarities. Not just being reincarnating and reincarnations, but it's it's also you know, we're talking about birthmarks. There's one on here that I found about this um, this one right here, but they don't use real names. And I don't know why. Maybe they don't, they don't want to keep the names out. But in the late oh, 19, yeah. late 1960s, a man, MMS, resided with his wife at an Air Force base. In wait, 19- wait, what is MMS? These are their names. They're not giving you the real names. These are just initials. Just initials. Okay. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> in 1968, MMS was involved in a parachute training exercise when he was dropped from, an air, from a plane. Unfortunately, he landed too close to the airfield's edge and fell into a 15-foot deep pond leading to his death. Several years after MMS's death, his widow married one of MMS's comrades. The woman later gave birth to a baby boy, YTK. The baby had both birth defects and birthmarks that appeared as rope-like marks around his leg. Birthmark, that's crazy. At three, YTK began to talk about falling from the sky, being caught up in a rope and dying. By the age of five, YTK had stopped talking about his memories completely. During his childhood, YTK lived on the base where parachuting occurred and slept on a cot suspended from the ceiling with parachute robes. His mother reported that YTK knew nothing about his father's death. Interesting. That's interesting. These birthmark things I never knew about. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a common theme in a lot of these reincarnation stories. I didn't know that. I mean, I've never heard that. But that's the whole thing, man. We're trying to go over things and see... People believe what exactly what what connects them like what's yeah. the I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. There's so many questions around this damn world. Like, I mean, we can go into talk about UFO, UFOs, uh, Sasquatch. We can talk about reincarnation. We can call. I mean, just different crap, dude. I love talking about all that shit. All that shit is, is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, there's no if ands or buts. I followed about a Reddit it. page today that's nothing about. It's nothing but. Alien bodies. Bodies of yeah. aliens? Mm-hmm. Like Mexican illegals? What are you talking about, no, bro? That's like not nice, bro. Extraterrestrials. Okay, I'm about to, you're about to piss me off, man. <laughs> I'm stupid. Yeah, <laughs> you're stupid. Well, I don't know. Uh, did you ever find that story? No, because it wasn't on our list. It was something that I came across when oh. I was going through TikTok. Well, shit. Yeah. Okay, so how do y'all feel about it? Like, what is... Um, what are your thoughts on reincarnation? Does it, is it go against, number one, are you a religious person or no? I know you're religious to a certain extent, right? Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, I don't, I do not not believe it's true, you know, yeah, like yeah. it can happen. Anything so, can happen. I, yeah. I can't put anything past anything, especially with some of the things that we've lived and seen and the things that I've told y'all about what happened to me, things you told me about your sister. Which that I've experienced. We really yeah. want to get your sister on here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have her on here. And now that We can uh, call her anytime. We need we need to, we need to get her up and yeah. maybe come I out come. here. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um I know my sister Barbara wants to come through and 
would definitely have to come, have her come through too. But I, I'm very interested in the stories that the scary stories that your, that your sister went through and lived through. It's, that'll be a really cool topic to talk about, but that's just saying altogether, religion aside, like things happen that we can't explain like this is too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's where people will peak the interest of, well, am I bad for not believing in God? Or I think everybody can believe in whatever you want to believe yep. in. Just don't push it on somebody else who doesn't yeah. want it. Exactly. You know, I believe in a higher power. I do believe in, you know, like I, I do pray or I do, you know, do things here and there that I believe. Yeah. That make me feel better. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Um, Some people save yeah. their homes and it's like, that's their comfort. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I do that. Yeah. It's like so. you, you want to get the evil spirits away or you want, you want, there's different beliefs in so many things. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm thinking reincarnation. That is something that I wonder if we all went through and we all lost it at the age of five or early that we don't remember it anymore. I mean, I don't even remember what I had for dinner last night. <laughs> I mean, you're old as fuck right now. So you never remember it. Do you ever, uh, take a casserole? <laughs> Do you ever remember like anything from your childhood? Like let's I, say when you were three uh, or four. I, I remember back to when I was three. Mm-hmm. I remember when my sister came home from the hospital when she was born. I remember I was standing on my counter and I remember my grandmother holding my legs when my mom and dad brought her in because I wanted to see. I remember like playing with certain toys. Um, I had a hernia when I was three. I, I don't remember having the hernia. I don't remember going into surgery, but I remember leaving medical city, Dallas, mm-hmm. um, being pushed out in a, in a stroller. And in the middle of it, they had all these like 70 style animals. Like I remember a big giraffe and an elephant. It was like a little indoor mm-hmm. atrium playground in the seventies at medical city. I remember that. Yeah, I do. I remember going past it when I was three and wanting to play on mm-hmm. it, but they had it there for a long time, like, yeah. m- like a million Joseph used to play. It's no longer there. Okay. I, I went there not too long Damn, ago. Damn, I've wondered that. Yeah, it's no longer there. I have video and pictures of them on it, on those toys. And those Ooh, I would love to see those. Those are pretty cool. Because the, I haven't seen those since, since I was three. Little. Yeah. But I remember them. I yeah. remember that they were brown, if I remember correctly. Uh, they were, there's different like colors. brown and orange, like 70s colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were more like, and they were like almost you know, like wood, uh, brown wood. Yes, and yes. Really shiny. Yes. Uh, lacquered. That's exactly what I remember. Yeah. I remember my did twin brother. What? Wait, and, uh, what? My did twin brother. I, I never happened. I'm just fucking. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, I was know. Like, <laughs> we're both looking at you like, I was wait, like, how in the fuck have I never heard you this? Long uh-uh. long nah. No, we were actually quintuplets. <laughs> we were we were attached at the hip. You know, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I burped. He farted. Good. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I wonder if that's what the remember mm. that guy with the face in the back of his head. Remember that? Oh, that was mm-hmm. fucking freaky. Yes, I think they were supposed to be twins. <sighs> you know what? I think we talked enough about reincarnation and souls. It was pretty cool. It's interesting. It, it's I love. I've been watching stuff about it on youtube on my lunch break at work i'm gonna find that story so we about, can post it on our on our facebook i was about yeah. to say please just because i say what you know we're yeah. talking about if you find it please tell oh, us i am i'm gonna find it um i've never so there's some things i'm looking at i'm on sky history like history you see what i'm looking at right yeah history when america channel. nearly nuked the moon what the fuck is this about i don't know shall we shall we 
dive into in. it. Yeah. Let's dive into it. Yes, let's do that. Let's see what the hell they're talking about here. All right, so we're, we're going to do some mumble jumble shit, and y'all know this is how we always go. We tried very hard to stay. What happened? Let me read this. Oh, you could totally read it. Uh, when America nearly nuked yeah, the You got to scroll down for me. All right. I will. Uh, you want me to make it bigger? Yes. Let's see if I can do that for you, sir. Oh, so he doesn't. Oh, you didn't get your glasses. Is that good? Well, I need the glasses for when I'm reading close. This is and fun. let's do this. Bam. Oh, yeah. Is there that better? Go. You F11 the hell out of that. That is what. <laughs> yes, I did F11 yeah. it. Thank you very much for showing me. F11 it. Okay, so. In, <laughs> I'm F11. <laughs> it's 1958. The American public are gripped in a state of fear and anxiety after the recent Soviet launch of Sputnik 1, the world's first artificial satellite. Ever, I see you eating that caldo over there. Guard you know the I walker. want a bite, too. Guard the walker. <clears throat> okay, you eat, I'll read. Okay. That's Ever since the end of World War II, the U.S. and Soviets have been locked in an ever-escalating nuclear arms race. Funny how that's still relevant. That has now evolved into a space race. At this point in time, the Soviets have been winning the race, and it seems that U.S. is technologically falling behind their Cold War rivals. America desperately needs to turn the tide. To do that, they need to show of strength not only to boost morale at home and raise national confidence, but also remind the world why they are the dominant superpower. But what does that win look like? In our timeline, it took the form of Apollo 11 moon landings when America successfully placed the first humans on the moon 20 July 1969. However, man might never have taken that small step if the U.S. had instead decided to action another of its plans, Project A-119. The Air Force wanted a mushroom cloud so large it would be visible on Earth. The U.S. Air Force, that's fucked up. Uh, yeah, it is. So th- I'm going to pause right here. Pause. Because there's you're either a moon landing was fake person or you're a moon landing was real person. I don't or there's the in between. Shit. I don't really. I'll tell you why. If it was fake, because mm-hmm. they did hire Stanley Kubrick to film a bunch of shit at the time was the biggest director there was. I mean, I would have NASA hired, hired Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. to film stuff. So if they did fake the moon landing in 1969, mm-hmm. it was for national security. And they did it to convince the Russians that we got to the moon first because the space race was it was feared that the Russians were going to get to the moon first and put an Earth destroying laser on it or a United States destroying laser on it. Some kind of I mean, weapon. they have lasers back then. And what's funny is I heard that on NPR this week that the Russians are talking about sending nuclear yes. warheads to satellites yes. to take out other satellites. That's exactly what I heard, too. Yeah. That's fucking scary because we're Americans and we like comfort. You cut the Internet, power, water. We are just going to lay down and die. Chick-fil-A, not just closed on Sundays, <laughs> indefinitely. I fuck Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't care about Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's scary. Say what you will, man. I don't agree with their whole religious tactics or whatever, but their chicken is fucking good. Yeah, but the same thing I can get to you and you wouldn't even know from Sam's. Oh, my God. Well, why do you buy that if you hate Chick-fil-A? Because it's not Chick-fil-A product. It's a Sam's product. Ah. Uh, yes. Squirrel. Yeah. Anyways, the U.S. Air Force put the top secret project into motion around May 1958, back when Joe was like probably 30. No. It had the 27. Thank you. It had the unthreatening and innocuous title of a study of lunar research flights and was led by Leonard Rifel, a leading physicist who would go on to hold the position of deputy director of the Apollo program at NASA. So the, the big cheese in charge. 
Hmm. Rifel was asked by the Air Force to fast-track a project to investigate the visibility and effects of a theoretical nuclear explosion on the surface of the moon. See? Hmm. From the onset, Rafael knew the project was politically motivated, as everything is. Speaking to the Observer in 2000, he stated it was clear the main aim of the proposed detonation was a PR exercise and a show of one-upmanship. And the Air Force wanted a mushroom cloud so large it would be visible on Earth. What, what kind of person that's in this country right now that has a possibility of becoming president might say that thing out loud? Mm-hmm. Huh? Why would I you, wonder? <clears throat> why would you? Okay, so here's 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 the thing I'm I've been thinking about lately. So we're gonna want to take Joseph. Uh, we're gonna we want to rent us an RV and take him out. Are you eating Godlo over there? No, no I'm listening to you talk about Jojo. <laughs> Elaborate more on that for a few seconds. Okay. So as you take a bite, if you choke, I'm just gonna finish what I'm saying. Then I'll go help you. If I choke and die, this is exactly how I want to go out. <laughs> okay. I don't have any of uh, Emily's food here, so you'll you'll be. I'll put it in your casket. Fuck it, whatever. It's yeah. still the hot? Yum. So, let me tell you. Um, mm-hmm. Where the fuck was I going with this? I'm looking at the color because I want some really bad right now. Oh, my gosh. You um, guys. I wouldn't. I just ADD'd myself. Fuck. Yeah, you did. How, how do you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. He's okay. enjoying that. All right. It's, I'm, the, it's the perfect temperature right now. Who in the hell? You got me thinking about different things. So, number one, why would you want to show, flex your muscle by blowing up the fucking moon? To win the space race. That's stupid. Is it? Do they know that once you take away the moon, that takes away a lot of shit that happens here on Earth and that will fucking destroy us no matter what? Oh, yeah. No, that's fucking stupid. That's dumb. But I think in 1969, we have more technology in your Samsung G24, whatever it is, mm-hmm. than was in Apollo, Apollo 11. I believe it. That shit costs so, like a fucking satellite. It's mm-hmm. it's actually pretty fucking genius. And if that's what they did, it fucking worked because it is 2024 and there's still no direct answer whether it was fake or real. Oh, you're talking about fake or not. And I'm, I don't I'm think that'll even come out now because of all like the that. shit that's going on with Russia and Putin and... Trump, so they can you know fucking sword fight each other with their little penises. Okay, so now that's that's political. Now let's take it to a different realm. Let's go with ancient alien shit. So if we're looking at the moon as a satellite itself, because the moon does not fucking it doesn't go in circles. It goes around us, but it never fucking uh, is not on a you know a rotation. Right. There's a that's why that's why Pink Floyd wrote that music. Yes, yeah, so the dark side of the moon, mm-hmm. right? Now, there's been theories about the dark side of the moon that that is actually built, that is hollow, that is built by an alien species, that that's where they're at. That's a theory, too. It's a theory to monitor what have you, everything, which eh, I can't see that. I mean, I could see maybe a base or something if they that, but I don't see it as being a fucking hollowed out fucking thing, dude. That's just... I see Antarctica being a little hollowed out. I can see Antarctica being a place that needs to be like investigated big time. Yeah. Like what was there before it froze? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, they got to have woolly mammoths and all that, but what else is down there? Bro, if there you... was woolly mammoths here in Richardson. Oh, I know this. Yeah. 75,000 years ago. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at, you're looking at, um, 
let's say that there's a meltdown and it's already there's a shift already it's shift a couple of times by now Mm -hmm. the earth so what if there's other pyramids that we have not found that have been frozen over in antarctica they're already finding pyramids in antarctica and there's pyramids on every continent on this planet every continent has pyramids so when they when they can get to this one will it be the most pristine kept in like because i mean if you let's say right now you were to freeze some hamburger meat you just bought from the fucking store and you can freeze it in there for up to a good year or whatever you pull it out and you cook it it's going to be the fucking same again it's going to be pristine but you got to use it at that time i mean it's just like you know how jurassic park started dna from a mosquito and some amber so think of what kind of parasites um animals mammals that have been in antarctica before we know about it and if they drill down Mm. two miles into the ice and they pull out of a piece of an old animal, they can extract DNA and regrow that in a lab. Which they have a company here in Dallas that is actually doing that. With the woolly mammoth. And a saber-toothed tiger. Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> did not did not everybody watch Tiger King? Did you know? It never fucking mm-hmm. ends good. Did you did you know that a saber-toothed tiger, that their their teeth are made for, you know, that piercing, but they would break off so much. They would break off when they would... And they were more prone to breaking than them living with them for the rest of their lives. I could see that. It's just inefficient. They go in, and if the per- if the person, if the fucking woolly mammoth moved, it could snap a tooth. Yeah. It'd still bleed out to death, but And they still. wouldn't grow out anymore. Wouldn't no. grow out no more, no. It's like if you get a tooth knocked out, they don't yeah. grow back. Mine do. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Let's ask my, my dead uh, brother. My uh, Your dead twin brother? My twin, twin brother, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's creepy. I shouldn't say that. It's funny that you guys were talking about Antarctica. I was in, I don't know what the hell I was doing, fucking around with the internet. Keep talking. But I was zooming into Antarctica, like just trying to see if I would see anything. Yes. You I know, do. Like, Google Earth. Yes. I do that too. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. There is a, um, and you can look up, you can just Google Antarctica, Google Earth coordinates with interesting stuff. There's a show called What on Earth? Yeah. Hold on. Seen that? There, I, I don't remember exactly where and in Antarctica it was, but you can see where something crashed and skidded for a very long way, like a mile, and ends, and it's circular. Hmm. It almost looks like the same. I've seen that craft yes. that is in the is that the Black Sea, the one that looks like the Millennial Falcon down at the bottom. Yes, down at the bottom, and when people get go to get near it all their equipment fails or all their electronics shut the fuck down mm-hmm. what is that mm. what is yeah. it i mean i know that they're finding like subterranean ancient cities all around coasts everywhere all over the world a whole bunch of roman shit is underwater a whole oh. bunch of saudi arabian shit african shit is underwater they found a whole new city underwater yeah i mean it, it's crazy so I was watching this thing Keep on Discovery, <laughs> on Discovery Channel. We're about to have to end this. Um, we're, we're wa- I was watching something on Discovery Channel the other day, and it had to be um, the day after we did our our, uh, our podcast on Sunday, uh, or maybe it was Sunday night. Anyways, um, they were talking about the depths of the sea, and yeah. that what lives down at the bottom of the ocean, mm-hmm. and nobody can get to the very bottom. Well, they they can come close. James Cameron has all the way. James down. Cameron went all the way down to the Mariana Trench bottom, seven miles down. Yeah, 
That's how deep it is. But are we sure that's the only deepest part? Like, there's got to be another nope. one. No, our there's more known about our solar system than there is our and there oceans. is our own ocean. Yeah, but some of the creatures that they show, like pictures of the fish and the angler fish and those jelly blob fish with the noses. Yeah, with the nose. Well, they got some you can actually see right through. They got yeah, teeth. Like, the ones wow. where their brains light up. Yeah, have you seen that one? I'm looking at one right now. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I can't. Uh, I can't perform under that kind of pressure. You know, I want to eat my co- get it. That pressure, you're stupid. Oh wow! <laughs> you failed. Oh my god! <laughs> well, we started out so good, and we tried not to add, and we tried to stir you away from add, and finally just gave in. It always happens. Plus, Caldo, Angela, when you listen to this, this Caldo is fucking delicious. Caldo. See, look. Yum. Look at this boy. That's gross. You sound like. Uh, <laughs> Henrietta the the cow. <laughs> okay, well, um, on that note, live long and prosper. Because you never know. Or the force may take you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>